Hey guys, welcome to Her Talks, where I talk about everything business blended in black. I interview entrepreneurs, particularly uh, black women. Um, I focus in on their stories, on their struggles over their triumphs, because our stories need to be told. I talk about life in a blended family. I'm a mother, I'm a stepmother. I have been married almost a whole decade. (laughs) And there are trials and triumphs that come with being in a blended family and just life in general. So thank you so much for taking this journey with me. Now let's get into this next episode. Welcome to another episode of Her Talks. I am your host, Renee Smith. And I just want to take you on a little bit of a journey with me. So come ride with me for about 15 minutes. So I was telling a friend the other day that I am low-key a nerd, like low-key. Like if you were to like look at me or like see me on any given day, you'd probably like, oh, okay, yeah, she's pretty cool. But ask me a couple questions and the nerd emerges. I am the type of person who has to know a little bit about a lot. So I ask a lot of questions, I get involved, I just, I don't know, things, how they work, how people work have always really intrigued me. So the other morning I was reading my devotion and the devotion was really focused in on, you know, being connected to the vine and making sure that you're connected to God and you're not doing anything outside of him and that he will prune you as you start to grow, as you are connected to the as you connect to the vine, he will prune you. So anything that is not like useful or um, what's the word I'm looking for, <laughs> productive, he will remove. And so I don't know if you're like me, but I don't really grow things. Like I've attempted to grow things. Everything I try to grow dies. So I'm like ah, pruning. Okay, yeah, you cut stuff. Okay, makes sense if something's already dying. But I actually like started to google like what pruning actually means there's different kinds of pruning um there's pruning where of course like you just cut off the dead leaves there's also pruning where you make sure that the foliage is just not too thick and deep inside so that the sunlight and the nutrients can get away well get all the way through to the actual plant and I said, that's kind of cool. So the plant outwardly can look like it is flourishing and inside it can be dying. Of course, God has wisdom. <laughs> so of course, like the analogy is brilliant. But as somebody who's not really connected to any sort of horticulture or anything of that nature, I was like, okay, you cut that stuff off. But there really is an art and a science to pruning. You have to do it in certain seasons. You have to take off a certain number of branches. You have to really be in tune with the plant which i was like that is really interesting so many times when we look at pruning and we look at god removing things and people and places it's really painful we call them sometimes growing pains but in the same sense the beauty of knowing that the person doing the pruning knows exactly where when and how much to cut is beautiful right? Cutting never feels good. It just doesn't. Um, I've, I recently was cooking something for the kids and I sliced, um, the middle part of my finger, like right between my thumb and my index finger. I don't know what that little flappy part is called, but I cut it. And every time I try to open something or move something, I was reminded of the cut. 
right? And so that may be where you are. Every time you turn around, you're reminded of your cut. Every time you're trying to heal from the previous job, somebody mentions it to you, or you see them thriving, or your previous relationship, you see this person just smiling on social media, they're out here now, people traveling again, they're out here, you know, headed to the beach, all these different things. It hurts when you move, right? The great thing about a cut is when you leave it alone with the proper medication, like putting something on there so it doesn't get infected, all that stuff, it will heal eventually. Our body is made to heal itself as much as possible. And it works really, really diligently in doing that. Sometimes we don't do that with our emotions, right? We think like, oh, if I just leave it alone and I don't do anything about it, then it'll heal on its own. Emotions don't really work like that for the most part. Sometimes we need additional help and support. Sometimes it looks like a therapist. Sometimes it looks like a girl's night out. Sometimes it looks like journaling, yoga, meditation. It looks different for each person. But with our emotional healing, we cannot just leave it up to chance. Know when you're being pruned, know when you've been cut, and recognize that pain is a signal for something in your life. Maybe it's a signal to turn around. Maybe it's a signal to stop. Maybe it's just a signal to push through sometimes, right? Right before a mother gives birth, <laughs> it is the most painful part of birthing. Some people even call it the ring of fire. As the baby's head is getting ready to crown, everything in your body is screaming <laughs> to let this baby go, let it out. And it's extremely painful. But during that process, you have to push through it. There is no back and forth. There's no like, ah, I think I don't really want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's too late. And so we have to figure out what the pain is trying to tell us, but it's always trying to tell us something. Listen to what it's saying. Don't necessarily back away from it. And if it becomes too much, seek help. I have been in deep conversation lately about grief about pain, about worry, about anxiety, because there's been so much that's just been going on in our community as a whole, but especially within the black community. You know, we saw everything that happened last year with Ahmad, with Brianna, with George, and so many countless others that we've lost to COVID. Um, most individuals, especially in the black community, have known somebody that has passed away from COVID. It really has affected black and brown communities in a way that's almost unprecedented, except for the fact that many health issues affect this population in a similar way. We are dealing with a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, we, had a, we had a gun violence incident over the weekend here, and a young woman was killed and before that, we've had small children that have been caught in the crossfire and murdered. It's a lot. We have a lot going on. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of pain. And while it can seem overwhelming, right? Like that pain can seem absolutely overwhelming. And I don't even attempt to understand what it's like to lose a child. I've miscarried a child, but I've not lost a child that I was able to name and hold and hug. 
and bring home. But there has to be some sort of healing that takes place within our community as a whole. And I don't know what that looks like. And I don't know what healing actually means when the only way that you feel like you can be healed is for that person to return. I have no idea what that looks like. But I know that pain has a purpose. And the only reason I feel that way is because after we've come through Easter, or <clears throat> as I like to say, Resurrection Sunday, you know, the weight of the world was on my Savior's, our Savior's shoulders. The pain had a purpose. I think it would be absolutely cruel for all the suffering and stuff that we go through for it not to have some sort of meaning or some sort of purpose. And I, I'm not saying that I have the answers as to why, why it happens now or how it happens. That's not what this podcast is for. I'm not nearly smart enough to try to figure out how and why that part of life works. But I'm here to offer some sort of idea for you or a sign for you to know that your pain has a purpose and it's valid more than anything else. Your story, your entire being has a purpose. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what it looks like for you. And this could be a, a great time for you, actually. But we know, I know for a fact, none of us get to this life completely unscathed. There's going to come a time something's going to hit. I just want you to not completely implode from the, from the pain, but not to run away from it either. We have to figure out some sort of balance. And I'm still working my way through that and what that actually looks like for me, my community, my family, my friends, as we all try to be there for each other in a way that actually makes sense. So anyway, <laughs> this is not nearly 15 minutes. But I just wanted to kind of get this out because this is where I am. I don't have all the answers. I'm still trying to figure my way through. But I believe that pain has a purpose. I believe that you have a purpose. And hopefully together we can figure out what that purpose looks like. Until next time.